Welcome back everyone to Catholic Schools Today. I'm Ronnie Faison, the proud principal at St. Francis de Sales High School. And I'm Melissa Link from the Office of Catholic Schools at the Archdiocese of Chicago. We're broadcasting live on WNDZ Radio, 7.50 a.m., as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. When the pandemic limited what her, what her eighth grade confirmation students could do for a service project, St. John Rebuff school teacher Rebecca Gianelli challenged them to find a project that they could do inside. One of her students found a project on the Chicago Cares website that showed how you could make mats for people experiencing homelessness out of plastic shopping bags. The idea resonated with the students, several of whom attended a leadership day at the Illinois Holocaust Museum last year and, and learned that by 2050 it is expected that there will be more plastic in the oceans than fish. The students embraced the project and it has been going strong since October with schools and parish families, families donating bags. I am so proud and happy to introduce Ms. Gianelli and Mr. Taylor, Assistant Principal at St. John Brebeuf. Hello. 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 How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are the two of you? We are good. How are you? We're wonderful. We're wonderful. Well, we're happy to have you today, and we just love the idea of the project and what you were able to do with your kiddos. Even in the midst of all of the things that were going on with the pandemic, you really shined, uh, and you allowed something amazing to happen. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about the project and how it really speaks to the mission of your school? Sure. So, as you said, we were looking for something for the kids to do because going out was not an option for confirmation projects. So I really empowered them to go out and make a difference, be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we found the project originally through Chicago Cares, but it fell apart quickly. Um, Chicago Cares was no longer accepting the yarn balls and we weren't sure what we could do. So then we hooked up through our maintenance man, John Mazur helped us with get through our Uncle Pete's ministry project, which is originally was part of the Vincent de Paul Society. Um, Uncle Pete was a beyond generous man in our community. And he always was somebody who went out and gave more than he had, but he found people who could use the resources that they had to share. In fact, his organization now continues to make lunches for, collect school supplies, um, gives lunches to the home, uh, sack dinners to the homeless. And one of their volunteers, Jim Berger, made these looms for us. And we were able to then take the bags, the plastic bags and turn them into links and make the looms that made the mats. And then we were able to make the mats and give them to our parish project, our parish organization. And then the parish organization delivered the mats with the dinners to the homeless population in the city of Chicago. Um, and in fact, just before the school year start ended, we ended up getting a thank you card from one of the, um, organizations that they gave it to saying that just as summer was starting, somebody was already using our mats. Oh, so they're not sitting in a warehouse. They're not sitting around. It's not like somebody's just collecting them in a closet, but they're already being out and about in the community. That's um, so it's continuing Uncle Peak's legacy, even though he's no longer with us. 
That's really fantastic. Rebecca, it's so great to see you. And what a nice surprise this morning. (laughs) Rebecca and I have worked together on a few other initiatives um, with the Office of Catholic Schools, with Catholic Identity in our schools, um, and also with the Illinois Holocaust Museum and Education Center. So I'm wondering, Rebecca, if you might be willing to talk a little bit about your own relationship with the Holocaust Museum and Education Center and um, how this project was born out of a leadership day at the museum. Right. So every year, the um, leadership or the Illinois Holocaust Museum hosts a leadership day. Well, they have one for fifth and sixth grade, seventh and eighth grade, and then high school. We were at the one for the seventh and eighth grade um, in which they had a speaker and his name eludes me right now, but he was talking about how we need to think about serving, saving our environment before we can save our people. We have to save our people as well as save our environment. And he was working on a project in Bali and saving the water. And he was showing the kids how the rivers were just inundated with plastic and how they couldn't save their, they couldn't treat the people who had no water. And the reason that they had no water was because the um, waterways were just polluted with plastic to the point where there was more plastic than water. And he said that if we continue doing it the way we're doing this, there's going to be more plastic in the water than fish. And that just just devastated our seventh graders at the time. They are now freshmen in high school, starting school today. So I'm sending a prayer out to all of them (laughs) um, as they begin their high school endeavors and hopefully become the leaders in their schools as well. And I'm sure they will. So they wanted to do something for this project, what we were doing um, that could help with the environment that's what they wanted to do but also help feed people Mm -hmm. because they they know the two are hand in hand you can go plant a tree and while that will help somebody in 50 years they wanted to help somebody now yeah they wanted to to do something that made a difference today absolutely and great to see those intersections between um, ways to reach out and to help in our communities that touch um, so many people in really profound ways you know, this is just such an impactful piece. Uh, and I think as we think of students and kiddos, this it must have been challenging to have these conversations with them, right? Um, it's not an easy subject. You were creating mats, no, you know, no. to, to tackle this very big social issue. So how did you create those conversations and ways for them to, like, lean into the discomfort and kind of work through those emotions and feelings? Um, it was part of our confirmation classes um, as part of the Catholic social teachings so that's kind of where it led a little bit into it as well um i was blessed to be able to combine the few together um and just the whole idea that one of their challenges one of their callings as being confirmed catholics as their goal is that they are called to be the hands and feet of jesus while they're here on earth And to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to be here on earth, we are called to care for one another. And that's how I opened the door. And that's what I said. And I also used my leaders. So Kate, who found the project on Chicago Cares, Anthony and Isabella, who were at the, and Alyssa, who were at the um, leadership day. I used them and said, what did you find? What can you tell me about it? Why is this project important? And then the other leaders who stepped up as we were continuing to go along the way. 
because everybody had something to bring. Everybody knew something or knew someone or mm-hmm. um, figured something out. Yeah. You know, and um, some of them just loved the weaving aspect of it. It was very therapeutic. <laughs> when we were locked up and couldn't do anything, you know, I said, if we spend the four days learning doctrine, if we spend the four days preparing for confirmation, we're going to spend the fifth day doing something about it. And that's what was really nice about doing this project. Ms. Chanelli, was there a moment for you where you were going through this process, and I'm sure it wasn't easy, right? As we're coordinating anything as leaders, you know, you're, you're grabbing these and you're weaving here and you're sending it there. But what was that moment for you with a kiddo that made it all worth it, right? Like that aha moment that you experienced with, with a kiddo, you know, in the midst of that project that you said all of the running around and coordinating made it worth it because? When we hit in October... I think it was December, right before Christmas, and I said, I think we're done because confirmation prep was finished, just about confirmation prep was just about finished. Um, they weren't going to be confirmed until end of February, beginning of March, but we were done with our confirmation hours for the most part. That was the goal that the church, had, our, our parish had set. We had to turn in all of our paperwork, and I think, and I said to them, um, when we start the new year, we're done for now. We're ready to go. I think I lost them. Okay. Um, I we're ready to go, and they're like, we can't be done. There's still more mats that have to be done. There's still more people that we have to help. And what are we going to do? Why are we stopping? Mm-hmm. And then the next moment was when the kids asked, "Can we make videos so that you can continue this project for next year?" Wow. We want to teach the sixth and seventh graders how to do this because when we graduate we don't want this project to be finished Mm -hmm. we had started this as just a couple of months project and now i have bags sitting in my classroom (laughs) i have we uh, looms in my classroom i have jim berger willing to make more mats for us and they were like let's continue this project through we want to make this our impact at sjb we want to be the known as the class who started this. That's really amazing, Rebecca and Adam. It's just a phenomenal opportunity to grow leadership in your students and to allow students to just take ownership and have autonomy for something that they really deeply care about. And it sounds like they really are invested in this project and they really want to do something positive for people in their community. Um, on that note, and you've spoken to this a little bit, but I'd like to talk a little bit more intentionally about how this project has helped to perhaps connect your school and your parish in more profound ways. Like to what extent has the parish really gotten on board and to what extent has the parish really been supportive in ways that you can showcase growth between your school and parish? Well, if it wasn't for Jim Berger, we never would have been a parish project. Um, Jim, if it wasn't for Jim, the project probably would have died as well because we, I can't crochet. And that was the original project. Um, in fact, when I first started here, there was a crocheting club. And I was actually said, Miss Janelle, if you would donate the yarn, that would be great. Um, that's how bad it was. You know, my grandmother one time gave me money and said, here's the money. Go, cro-. You know, you can buy yourself a, a, a blanket. Um, it, it's just not my thing. And that was the original project was you make these yarn balls and you crochet them. So it would have died.
Well, I think it's amazing what she's doing, you know, at the school. I think they took a project that was meant to be this tiny little thing, mm-hmm. and then they watched it flourish throughout the time, uh, you know, that they <laughs> that they were working with it. And I think that's just such an amazing thing and really gives ownership to students mm-hmm. um, to really continue that vision that we have for them. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. It is amazing. And I love the idea of a confirmation project, not just being stoic mm-hmm. as something that happens for a few weeks or a few months, and then once confirmation happens, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, continuing that is a showcase of what we want for the faith life of our students, not to stop at confirmation, which is what it tends to do sometimes, but we really want students to understand that their role in their community, their role in their church, their role as Catholic citizens of, of our communities is really something that they can continue as they move into adulthood, to high school and beyond. Right, right. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Oh, here we go. We're back. There's Rebecca. Nice to have you back. <laughs> there we go. Technology, whatever. So, Rebecca, we so, were yeah, just so talking delivers the max then to the, the community for us. It's really fantastic. And Ronnie and I were just talking about how it's impressive that the confirmation project that was started by one group of students has moved forward into subsequent years. So we're oh, wondering, yeah. you know, what are some plans as you continue to move it forward into this next year and into coming years? Do you want to develop it in any way? Do you see it growing in a new direction? Like what kind of ideas do you and the kids have? Well, um, I'm going to continue it with my religion classes and then our, because we'll be able to start meetings up again um, and have clubs again, our Vincent, our junior, well, we've changed the name of it. Our junior St. Uh, Uncle Pete's ministry program will also be continuing it. So they'll be the ones responsible for the flyers for collecting the bags and organizing the bags and folding all of the bags and that type of a thing. Um, so our younger grades, which starts fourth grade, will be involved in it in some way, some capacity. Uh, we're working with Jim to help with the collecting of more bags because he has more parishes. That was one other thing that happened from this. We've been connect, collect, uh, contacted by other parishes to see how they can start this project. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked with, I believe, Mary Seat of Wisdom um, has a project going with them. He works with a charter school in Chicago, and I think two other parishes have already contacted, how can we do this in their schools? So we've reached out. I myself can't take much more of it because we just don't have the capacity and I don't have the kids and I have to teach. Um, if I could, this could become a full project for somebody. It could become a full-time you know, gig and that would be great, but I just, don't have that's not my passion <laughs> my Ms. passion is reaching Ginelli, out and empowering what, the kids how many how many mats have you made to date do you know i'm sorry i didn't hear do you that. know how many mats that? that you and the and the kiddos have made to date we made 18 mats by the end of the school year and we made seven pillows wow that's amazing that's so it was they were in they were in like overdrive towards the end of the year they wanted to get <laughs> They wanted to get to 20. We didn't quite get to 20, but our initial goal was only to get eight done. So we did more than what we anticipated getting done. So how, how long so. does it take to make one? Well, it's 500 bags to make oh, one my goodness. blanket. Wow. Um, and it took us initially approximately five class periods to get one done. Um, but then once they started to get into the... Um, the groove and they understood what they had to do it took us about two and a half class periods okay. to get one done 
And did the students find a pattern online, or how did they even learn how to make something like this? Ronnie and I were talking prior to the show, and we oh. both said we had never heard of the possibility of doing something like this out of plastic okay, grocery so bags. Okay, so we, through Chicago Cares, we learned how to cut and link the um, bags. And then through Jim, we learned how to, uh, Jim taught me how to do it, because it was, again, in the middle of the pandemic, so you can't, I couldn't have anybody come in and teach us how to do this mm -hmm. so Jim taught me how to do it and then I sh shared it with them and then we just took it from there and kind of made it our own it was a lot of trial and error so in the very beginning we used a lot of we had a lot of bags that we weren't sure what we wanted to do with but we knew we didn't want to throw them into landfills and that's where the pillows came in mm -hmm. so we used the scraps to stop the pillows so that's so, kind of where it all went apart, you know, and it went there. And so now that we have it, I had to learn how to redo all of the steps because for a long time I did, wasn't sure what I was doing because they were the experts. But then between their videos and me learning it, now I can teach the next group of kids how to do what they need to do. That's wonderful. You know, you are combating these big issues, these so social justice issues. Uh, is this the, the first step in other projects that you envision you and the kiddos doing um, as you plan for the next year, the next uh, group of kiddos that are, are, you know, practicing toward confirmation? Or are there other projects that you are planning to do with them? Well, I'm leaving it up to them. What's important to this next group? Mm -hmm. I want to empower them. So this was important to the class of 2021. So now what's important to the class of 2022? I don't know. So as long as it's within our realm, well, as long as it's safe, as long as it's met, meets one of the Catholic social teachings, I'm all for it. I'm willing to see what we can do. That's, that's incredible. I, I just think, you know, I give you so much credit, right? You're, you're teaching and, you know, as, as the teacher, you're often asked to be a superhero in a million different ways. And, and there you are, you know, collecting bags and making mats and working with your <laughs> local parishes. And I just, you know, I am always blown away all the time by everything that I hear our teachers doing in the classrooms. And so I just applaud you for all the work that you're doing with your kiddos uh, and, and, you know, for really pushing them to understand that no one will come and save, uh, save them, right? They have to do the work to save themselves and to work and continue to sustain their community. And so I think that's so special that you're embedding that into who they are. And as they said, they didn't think they were doing anything special. This was just something that it was really easy and it was fun. I mean, that was the biggest part of this. Come to our classroom on a Friday and it sounded like we were having a party, you know, <laughs> and it really was. It was a lot of fun. And it. I didn't realize the impact until Channel 5 contacted us. Wow. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really think we were doing anything all that special. And now it was Channel 5. It was, you know, the the newspaper and now you guys. And it was just we were doing this because this was the need that was need to be met. Um, and that's all I keep trying to impart on everybody was yeah. just do you have a need? Do it. Fill it. So it's Friday afternoon, it sounds like, mm -hmm. at Rebecca's yep, classroom. <laughs> Maybe Ronnie and I will show up and join in some mat-making festivities. In, <laughs> I, I think might, I would love that. Well, I might be. I might be on your way. I, I don't know how much, how well I'll, I'll weave. I might have to buy the blanket. I <laughs> think it might be okay. me. <laughs> with, with, with the, the jewel bags are pretty um, uh, forgiving, let me tell you. <laughs> So, Ms. Janelli, tell me what we should know about St. John as we are closing up the segment. What What are special things that we should know about um, and that you love about your school every day? I love the fact that it's a family atmosphere. I love the fact that everybody here is valued and respected. 
the fact that we have room for you know everyone and we want their opinions to be heard and we're trying to educate their we're we are educating the leaders of tomorrow love that and that's where this is coming from that is wonderful um, if we wanted more information uh, on st john where would we find it we are found at uh, sgbschool.org or you can call our office at 847-966-3266. And is there a way for us to take part in any of the activities that you're doing uh, with the mats, uh, anywhere we can find information about those things? Um, we're getting that up and running okay, uh, right now, but you'll see the uh, segment for the news program on our website. And um, you can drop off the mats at uh, our parish at 8301 North Harlem Avenue. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you spending the morning with us. Um, we're going to take a pause now for a break, but stay with us. There's more Catholic schools today coming your way. Thank you. Throughout the 